Somebody made a mess. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, This Book is Perfect, by Ron Carez. Artwork by Arthur Lynn. Published by Ron Carez. This book is perfect, isn't exactly the case. We meet an OCD frog named Finn, who has a hard time keeping his book clean. This filth ends up attracting some unwanted guests. Sounds like my old college house. Will this frog be able to get his temple back to tip-top shape? Or will he give up and let it be ransacked? Well, be sure to take your shoes off before you open this one. Grab your books if you got them, and let's get cooking. We begin being introduced to our frog friend. He's holding one of those brooms made out of straw. So old world. Though, I have to say I've used one of those once, and all it did was spray dirt around. I got it all in my mouth. Well, let's get the pleasantries out of the way. Quote, I'm Finn the Frog, and this, my friend, is the cleanest book you will ever see. End quote. With the blank white pages behind him, I have to say, he did a pretty damn good job. But maybe he overcleaned. He went past the white glove and all the way to the white pages. Looks like he accidentally cleaned himself into purgatory. My mom would be impressed. Though, something tells me she would redust his work anyway. Did you get under the vase? No. Do we have a police detective coming in next week? Here, go vacuum. I'll do this. Well, this just went from zero to sixty quick. Finn lets us know what he really thinks about his own people, and he disparages his own kind. Quote, I know, I know. Most frogs are slimy and dirty, but not me. No way. You see, I'm the tidiest frog you will ever meet. End quote. Most of them stink, and I hate them. Wow, he really just came out with it. It's amazing how a bigot will let you know they're a bigot in no time flat. He didn't need to throw his own kind under the lily pad like that. Something tells me he's got some bad karma coming his way. He better watch who he lets open this thing. Or he could find himself in the middle of a Leo DiCaprio birthday party. Good luck cleaning that up. Well, Finn can't stop tooting his own horn, telling us how impressed we'll be with how clean this book is. I just said I was. You know what I don't like about Finn, besides disparaging other frogs? He's reading his own headlines. He knows he's clean, and he's bragging way too much. He doesn't need to beat a dead horse fly. I mean, how hard is it to keep a book clean, really? Just keep it on a shelf and dust it off every once in a while, so people can see the title and see how smart you are. Uh-oh. His book isn't as clean as he thought it was. And of course, he accuses us of eating cheese puffs and rifling through the book. I'm not that stupid. I'd wipe that shit up on my shirt first. And if you're wondering why I would do that, it's because I'm not one of those sickos who sucks their fingers. Mmm, so good. Oh, mmm, oh.
buddy. It's just cheese puff. You don't need to perform oral on each one of your fingers. Well, Finn's freaking out. His OCD is kicking in. He starts wiping the pages down with a little Windex. But I have to point this out. Somebody needs to put some pants on this guy. We can see his whole ass cheeks as he's turned around. Cheeky. You would think if you knew you were having company over, you would at least be decent. Is he more out of his mind than I thought? Does he live his whole life locked away in this book, butt naked? Who is he, Howard Hughes? He's clearly not ready for company, and I'm getting tired of him blaming us for these messes. And don't tell me he's an animal. If he's got enough money for all these cleaning supplies, he's got enough money for pants. Well, luckily Finn gets the mess cleaned up rather quickly, and he's relieved the cheese puffs are put away. He lets us know that he's not upset, because it could always be worse. And we turn the page, and someone was drinking purple drank. They just so happened to spill it all over the book. I didn't know Jamarcus Russell was such an avid reader. Well, whoever was reading this was having a pretty damn good time in their mom's basement. It looks a lot like my Friday nights in middle school. Finn starts swabbing the deck, and he reminds us that that shit stains. Yeah, I know. Don't wipe it, you're spreading it around. Dab that shit. It's the bad karma coming for him. Quite the explosion went off in there. The shit's oozing down the walls. It's one hell of a crime scene. Someone get the bleach out. Finn can't seem to stop jinxing himself by talking about how bad it could have been. But next up, he's got a nice wad of gum smack dab on the page. I think Finn's lost it. He's literally steaming. Cause this is his nightmare! Whoever got a hold of this book had a few too many edibles. They had one hell of a munchies attack. Because there's peanut butter mixed in there too. And Finn is tearing up the pages trying to get the gum loose. Has he tried ice? Something just hit me. This is his book. How the hell did he not know this happened? I mean, how do you not smell it? What was he, living under a rock? Well, maybe. Anyway, all this rotting food has inevitably attracted flies. And Finn goes on a rant about how gross they are. Yeah, I know. They poop when they land. But it's not shocking that the guy who called his own kind gross is now telling us he doesn't like what frogs typically eat. Finn's like the guy who comes back from two years in Africa with the Peace Corps, dressed up in African garb, telling us just how gross American food is. Oh, you eat McDonald's? So unhealthy. I only eat Nando's Peri Peri now. That's like all they eat in Africa. And the people that are so happy and healthy? Here's the thing. No one cares. Look at... Out of nowhere, a child's hand comes flying in, trying to swat the fly. Where the hell did that come from? I don't have any kids. At least I don't think so. Finn starts yelling at the kid, telling him that that will leave a bigger mess. Which, I have to beg to differ. At this point, a flattened fly is not going to make this book look any worse. But now's when it gets really awkward. Finn inquires why we're looking at him. Well, one being that we're reading this book, and he just so happens to be on the page. And the other reason being, because he still doesn't have any pants on, and I can't seem to look away. 
Just then it hits Finn, like a ton of pond rocks, that he should eat it. And next thing you know, Look at! That tongue comes flying out, like he's on Netflix's perfect match. And what do you know, he discovers himself again. He loves flies. And he thanks us, and tells us, the mess came with some positives. I guess that's one way to look at it. And it ends on Finn telling us, he can get rid of the mess by turning the page. What the hell does that mean? Is that like shoving the mess into a closet? It's still there, and it's still going to hit you with that stank. And one has to ask, what if every page is dirty? That makes absolutely no sense. Not a perfect ending. So what's the moral to this book? Well, honestly, this is a cross between two books we've reviewed recently. The first being called, Do Not Open This Book, on episode 430, which happened to be our celebrity book review a fortnight ago. In the premise of that one, the main character yelled at us not to turn the page. And in this one, the main character yelled at us for making the pages dirty. Both only had one strange character that talked to us the whole time. In the other book we reviewed last week called Beautiful Oops on episode 432. That one told us that if we make a mistake, we can turn it into a positive. And I believe, for the most part, that was the moral of today's read. We made a mistake that ended up having some positives. It's just, the ending added a whole new dimension to it. So I'm going to take a shot in the dark at what Ron was trying to get across. I believe he was saying, if we make a mistake, we can start anew. I don't know. That doesn't exactly work. Because if you turn the page, there were pages before it. And they could be much needed context for the new page. So I'm at a loss. What do you guys think? This one's going to drive me nuts for days, trying to figure out just what the hell he meant. So what do I think of Ron's work? Well, like I said, if you took those two books we previously reviewed, you would get this book to a T. What are the odds that it was so similar in theme? That being said, sometimes these single-character, first-person talks can feel a little long, because they're one-trick ponies and can only ramp up so far. But I will say, this one ended way sooner than Do Not Open This Book, which certainly helped. But, on the other hand, the reason Do Not Open This Book worked is because the main character in that one kept telling us not to turn the page. And that worked because we were actually doing it, so it felt more personal. And in this one, Ron made up actions that we weren't doing. Like, accusing us of spilling food all over the book. Which made it feel a little awkward. As for Arthur's pictures, they worked at showing the chaos happening to this frog's book. And seeing the mess build was entertaining. But, they pale in comparison to beautiful loops. If you want to contemplate the not-so-perfect ending of this book for a while, or have an OCD roommate that you don't like, get this. On a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 2.5. I'll have a taste, push it around to make it look like I ate it, and go back for another bite or two, but I'm leaving when you tell me I'm making a mess. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.